Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. I'm so excited today to be joined by Nicole Smith, and we're going to be talking about the new wave of fractional C-suite. How are you, Nicole? I'm very well, thank you. Very excited to be here. Fantastic. Look, to kick us off, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us how you became passionate about business operations. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Nicole Smith. My Mm -hmm. business is the Artisans Business Solutions. And we support businesses to really align their tech and their team together and make their operations seamless and smooth and a really enjoyable experience each and every day. Now, how did I become passionate? Well, I think from an early age, I've been one of those people that love to get things structured and organized. And then when that translated into the business world, um, I even remember back to my first role in a, as a receptionist in an accounting firm. I reorganized their filing structures. I helped to implement a new CRM system. And that was my first ever real job. So I think it just took off from there. And I just love, I really love it. <laughs> so oh, fantastic. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, okay. I'm a well-organized person. I love operations and systems, but I shouldn't overstated I can also be really loose like I can be like I love to be personally organized but it took a long time in my business for me to kind of go all right you know it can't all live in my head and uh, you know as I've grown especially like we need processes we need systems and the like the transformation of having great processes and systems in place is, I mean, you would know better than anyone, is just indescribable, like in terms of time, in terms of even just stress. Um, yeah, it's such an amazing and important piece of work to go through. Yeah, it's that consistency as well, especially as you're growing a team and you're bringing people on board, giving them the confidence to be able able to operate within your business the way that you want your client experience to be mm. regardless on who they're connecting with is so important and um, something to remember as well is anything to do with operations it's designing the foundations to support you but that actually then creates a space for you to be who mm. you are and really you know dance in between your area of fun. Yeah, beautiful. Well look to get to know you a little bit better I'd love to hear about your favorite business book. Yeah, I was thinking about this one. Um, one mm-hmm. that I read really early on was called Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull. Now, mm. it was the story, he was the, oh my gosh, going back in time, CEO of Pixar Films right back oh, in wow. the days. And it's, if you haven't read it, go and go and uh, do yourself a favour and enjoy it because it was a beautiful experience around he had set this goal to be the first to have an animated film out in the world. Mm. And then Toy Story happened and he achieved it. And then it was that moment of what's next? Yeah. Overcoming that, what was next for him? So I just really have held that what's next in my mind, I think, throughout the whole journey. Every time I got to a point, I'm like, okay, Mm. I could sit here, but what is my next thing? What's the next focus where I'm going to be moving through to? It's a fun book. I oh, I love pizza. that. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I haven't I haven't come across that yet. So it's a good one to have a look at. 
And then who's your best follow? Who can't you get enough of on social media or podcasts? What what are you loving? Yeah, um, so I in Melbourne, there's a fabulous human called Jackie Felgate. And I just love following her and all the things that she shared on Instagram, <laughs> um, the connections of finding pets and knowing that Optus is having an outage or someone else is running <laughs> to the bridge in Melbourne. Like it's, it's just one of those things that's just, oh, I love it when the circle pops up in the stories in Instagram. Like what's I love it. In Melbourne? Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. And I guess finally, um, what gets you out of bed each day? What's your big motivator? Learning, learning and discovering new things like I could say my family Mm. love them could say my dog love him too but really (laughs) I am so passionate in this space and it's just really exciting every conversation we discover something new and there's an always a way to achieve something so it's like curiosity I think what can we what can we achieve what can we learn oh fantastic I love that so look to kick off I'd love to hear more about the, I guess, the term of fractional C-suite. I must admit when you sent me, you know, a new wave of fractional C-suite, I was like, oh, I know C-suite, but what is this? What is this new terminology? So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, I think, you know, America always leads the way in, in these terms. <laughs> it's quite common over there. But if you are familiar with a C-suite in an organisation, they are the mm. sort of senior level managers or leaders in a business that help to drive the organization. Now, as a small business, a smaller business, Mm. we may not, A, have the funds to invest to bring a full-time person in, nor do we maybe need a full-time human in that particular role, be it, you know, COO, CFO, whatever it might be. So fractional is part-time, right? Yeah. for a purpose to support you through to wherever it might be. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really wanting to champion this. There's a few of us using the fractional terminology around. Yeah. So keep your eye out for it. But it's a really powerful way of bringing in someone with a certain uh, expertise mm. to support you to move through to whatever it is you're looking to achieve in your business. I love that. And, and funny, I did, um, oh, Probably four years ago, I was in a business development program called EO, and it was um, it's like based around the gazelles and and you know the sprints, and it's very corporate. And we were in a program called the Accelerator, and it was like the ba- it's like the little brothers and sisters, like the businesses under a million dollars. And then you know in the in the grown ups program was like Kiki K, and you know all these amazing big businesses. And I loved that program because I had a learning day every quarter and you had monthly sort of group mentoring in person. But there was always, they were always talking about all these positions that I just didn't have. You know, I've been on my own for 13 years. I have a team, but I don't, I guess I have a team of doers, right? Like I don't have a lot of operational support. And, you know, they'd sort of go, well, you know, every every week you need to meet with your senior leadership team and revisit. I'm like, but I don't have any of that. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then as I guess, like I've grown and had, you know, I left that program and had other coaching and, and I guess networked with other people, I've become so familiar with that theory of kind of like the CEO day and kind of using that day. 
um, to, to organise yourself and to stay on top of your numbers and your operational. But there is definitely roles that we're not really equipped for, you know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a marketer who happens to be lucky that I spent some time as an accountant. So I have, you know, I can wear like one and a half hats. Um, but you know that you know there's so much operational systems, HR, all those things that yeah, I'm not equipped for. So I I, I think that's a great um, like that's such a need for business owners to have access to those important roles, but in a sustainable way. That's right, and um, you know one that is top of mind as we are recording today, it is the out the outage of Optus, which is fabulous. <laughs> Um, so I was sharing before we first play, it's that real realization of what is your tech, technical redundancy mm. strategy. So if a mm. thing happens, what do we do? And so liaising with a fractional CTO to bring mm. those policies and those strategies so that then you know how to maintain them going forward. You've got your best practices, you're aware, you've got the knowledge, mm. and that means that you're equipped to move through you know, to that next thing. Yeah, which, again, like so interesting. And you sort of mentioned it before we got on the call about, you know, it's almost like that backup plan or that guide of what do we do if. And I thought uh, I sort of said to you I was just lucky that my team were, were all remote today and, and seemed to I seem to be the only person affected by the outage as I sit here in my mum's house recording the podcast. Um <laughs> But I I don't know. I actually, you know, and it, it red flags me like, oh, if we had all, you know, if all eight of us were in the office today and the internet, I don't know. I don't know if we would have all just gone home and that just seems like such a waste to have come. So it is, it is fascinating, you know, I guess as a business owner, I'm constantly learning, constantly having my mind open to the, the next thing. That, so now I'm sort of like, oh, we need one of those plans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and in the corporate land, they're called disaster recovery plans. Yes. So it's, you know, as if your, your server in the server room just yeah. died, what would happen yeah. to reboot it? How long would it take to get on, on um, back online? So it's, it's yeah. awareness, right? Awareness of these Yeah. Things. Yeah, amazing. And I guess, you know, this fractional C-suite, is is that the key for us business owners in freeing ourselves from our, you know, the chain and the ball and chain or that is our businesses? <laughs> I think as, as small business leaders, we have this beautiful opportunity to create a a container of trusted humans, mm. right? And so yes, you as a business leader in marketing, what are those areas that you know are important for your business to support it to mm. grow, to support your team to be performing at the optimal level, to support you to be actually stepping in and playing in that space that you know will be the most impactful for your business. And so that may look like bringing in a COO to do an mm. evaluation to see are your systems optim optimised, are your team feeling confident in the way they're working, are, you know, is that tech solution actually aligned with the experience you're wanting mm. to create? I think it's one of those things where when we're in our business, we're inside the box, we're, we're in yeah. there, right? You've got someone fresh coming in, at a higher level, holistically looking at what is going on and be able to make those recommendations and help you to support implement it as well, support your team. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think it, you know, it comes back to that, that greatest struggle, which is working on your business, working in your business. And, you know, even, uh, you know, sort of reflect on myself and even as far as I have come, I 
will always put aside the working on when the working in gets too busy. You know, if we have a bottleneck or a certain strategy needs to be done and I'm the person that has to do it, you know, I, I just had my quarterly meeting with my accountant this morning and we were talking about some, you know, new forecasting and, and I'm really excited, but I know I'll go away and not maintain it because I'll get busy on other things. And I think, um, again, having that right support in place, having those right systems in place. Yeah, and I think operations is maybe not, oh, I love it obviously, but it's not <laughs> the sexy part of business, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, another system, another process, an SOP, standard operating procedure. Yeah. Oh, do I really need it? And I'm like, yeah. Like imagine uh-huh. if you discover how you want to operate and then you design it mm. so it actually aligns with the experience you internally and your clients are going to experience. Yeah. And then it becomes real. It's life. Your team love it. You love it. And you have that space now. You don't have to worry about pressing 10 buttons. Yeah. Press one and things happen. It's just such a transformational experience. Oh, absolutely. I was talking to my coach the other day and she was sort of saying, sort of mapping out, you know, what's my vision for me, you know, in the next three years. And I said, I'd love to be able to take two weeks off and literally not be needed you know I take time off and my team do an amazing job but I know you know I need to check email a couple times a day and it's silly things like the two you know the two FA codes that still find their way to me you know so it's sort of like sometimes it's not even critical decisions it's the literal SMS code that comes to my phone and you know I think I'd actually really love I mean, it's 13 years and I haven't had it, but, you know, an actual two-week holiday and I could leave my laptop at home. You know, that would be confusing. (laughs) Who even am I? What is this copy? Me. Me. I know. No Wi-Fi, no worries. (laughs) Bring on Optus outset. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I could live it all again. Well, I guess, you know, you touched on it briefly, but, you know, it sounds like there is a real, you know, alignment of tech and team. So what are your top tips, I guess, for business owners looking to kind of get the tech and team working together to really be able to maximize and and, and free themselves? Yeah. So it really does start with um, discovering what's happening right now and Mm. really being aware of where you're wanting to be. Um, So once you have those two keys, then we're looking at, okay, what is that experience we're shaping? Who is involved? What piece of tech is actually going to be the most supportive for us? What is the most streamlined process? Are we introducing automations or actually is it more important to have that human touch for that element? So it's really around you know, people jump straight into pressing buttons. I was having this conversation this morning. Um, you may not know, but I'm a lover of ClickUp. We use that in my business and help many people to implement it into theirs. Um, and she, uh, one of my clients was sharing an experience where she was in someone else's ClickUp and she was like, notifications everywhere. I don't know where to go. It's all the best. Mm-hmm. All comes down to design, right? Mm-hmm. Remember as well, tech is actually complementary to that process. So mm. if you're trying to shove things into a piece of tech, <laughs> we're going the wrong way about it. Just remove the tech yeah. for a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do love that. I, I can relate to that. We we were really early adopter of monday.com. In fact, it was called something else when we started, something really silly, which I can't think of now, but it was like, like a oh, like a funny slang word, and then they then they rebranded to Monday. 
Um, and it, it was kind of like maybe, yeah, maybe two years ago that I sort of engaged some expert support and redesigned our whole approach to Monday and exactly like that realised we just kind of gone from a love of spreadsheets to just kind of underutilizing the platform, shoving in what we had, and it really wasn't making our life any better. And, you know, tech tech is amazing, but obviously, yeah, we still need to draw, draw it out, design, create the architecture of what you want that tech to actually do. Yeah, that's right. And that's where engaging someone who does know mm-hmm. all the things but also has the understanding of what can be possible outside of the limitations mm. of X, Y, Z. Um, you know, it's that logic-driven thinking. It's that broader than, okay, this is the problem with the solution. What if we looked at it this way? Mm. You know, that curiosity to discover what can be is such an important part of it. Yeah, amazing. I guess one other thing I'd love to ask you back to that kind of fractional C-suite in a, you know, in a small business, what do you think the key roles that they need to um, tap into look like? Um, yeah, so I guess it depends on what your role in is a bit in the business, yeah. right? So it might be a CMO, you know, a chief mm. marketing officer. If someone, yeah. you know, at that higher level of marketing, uh, COO, which is where we sit, a CTO. Oh my gosh, we're going to do. <laughs> there are so many CTOs all out there, right? It's really around um, again, what is the business objective that you're looking mm. to achieve? And what is that gap in your knowledge or in your team's knowledge that you're looking to fill? Now, there are so many people at so many different levels you can bring in. And so it's really around, you know, are you looking to make that transformation organization or mm. shift or is it just micro, let's just get this thing done? So having yeah. that sort of question as well, you know. Fantastic. That's a, so, so interesting. Obviously, you know, I know that it's going to be really interesting to everyone listening, but I find it so personally interesting as well, you know, thinking about the different, I guess, and and I guess the benefit of where workplaces have gone today and small business, you know, we're able to really rethink traditional structures. We're able to really create the business that we want and think it's fantastic that there's an opportunity to tap into those resources. And and as we said at the start, like sustainably so, to be able to do it in a way where someone can support you on a project basis or someone can support you on an ongoing basis. But, you know, a certain amount of hours or a certain number of days, not that's going to bloat you and, and, you know, you're not going to be able to sustain your business. I think that's something really important to to realise if you are bringing in whoever really contractor mm. and employee, it is a temporary relationship, right, and it mm. serves a purpose for a time and it's amazing when you actually reach the end of that time. I always say my role is to actually work myself out of a job. Yeah, role, yeah. Right? If I can get yeah. an organisation to be sustainably and operating optimally, then that is a huge celebration. Pop the champagne, let's go. <laughs> and that must bring you so much satisfaction as well, you know, to sort of enter into business and see disorganisation or overwhelm and to walk away and, and just see, I guess, like a, a smooth engine running, right? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just about to commence a, a project at the moment and um, it's described as like lots of interweaving threads. Yeah. I'm so excited to just threads out and just uh-huh. and it's just the impact goes far beyond what I do it's the team yeah. that's impacted it's the business leader it's the clients yeah. it's 
the the flow on is just like oh yeah it makes my heart sing which <laughs> sing most times so you know <laughs> <laughs> well I can hear all that enthusiasm coming out of you um and as I said like I'm so thankful for this discussion today and what you've talked about but where can people find you and connect and, and learn more as well yeah, absolutely. So my website's theartisans.com.au and I'm on all the platforms at The Artisan mm-hmm. Solutions. There's an S in the middle there. Um, or come and find me on LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Smith, so you might find me, but look for The Artisans. <laughs> Why did I marry a Smith? I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple of other Smiths on there. <laughs> yeah. But I look forward to connecting you, you know, with you. Please reach out and I love to meet new humans. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time, Nicole. And um, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.